Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. be my disciple it's going to require some things now in our modern western culture we become accustomed to a christianity wherein jesus is simply added onto our lives you know kind of like you add an app onto your iphone you just like oh that looks interesting so let me add that on there I've, you know, I've got like three different bible apps on my phone but do you understand you can't add jesus on like that it's not how it works that's not biblical christianity In order to be a disciple of Christ, there must be sacrifice. Jesus gave his all to provide you a way to turn away from your old life and to have power over sin, and so should you sacrifice. But what are you sacrificing? In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you to give Christ your whole life, not just one section. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 8 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We're continuing in Matthew chapter 8, so if you want to open your Bibles to that area of Scripture so you can follow along. You know, one of the things that I find fascinating about the, the, fascinating about the ministry of the Lord Jesus And, you know, this is, you know, the passage that we're looking at is going to be an example of that. It's the way he dealt with crowds. Um, Francis Chan did a a sermon on it. I can't remember the details of it. I just remember watching it, I don't know, a couple of months ago, a few months ago, you know, talking about this this fact, you know, that that just the way Jesus seemed to view crowds uh, of people. Because, you know, planters, church planters, pastors, we're, we're taught all kinds of methods and, and their seminars and, and conferences that, that are, you know, geared around methods and techniques that are designed to, to gather crowds, to reach people, to grow churches, you know, and, and, and so we do local outreaches. We had one yesterday, you know, a, a whole bunch of, of you guys went out on the streets. I don't even know who all was involved, but, you know, getting out into the neighborhood to share the gospel with people and invite people to church. You know, we print up all of the little invite cards and we do flyers and, you know, a couple of times a year we'll do a mailing, you know, where we'll mail a postcard out to a a zip code or, you know, whatever. And just inviting people to, you know, to, to come to church or a special event or, you know, some churches do special programs, you know, extravagant visual presentations, all these different things. Win this Hummer. Seriously, that's a church in Florida decided that they would do a contest. Now listen, it gets better for the youth group. So one of the teenagers, if you bring enough kids to youth group, you know, you can, you can win 
this, it, you know, I forget what year it is, something like a 2003, something like that, Hummer. And then they, they had another one for the middle schoolers, the younger teenagers, because they're not old enough to drive. So they, but they did the same kind of contest that if you bring enough people, then you get a, a free Hummer limo ride, you know, take you out for pizza, you and a bunch of friends and all this kind of gimmicks. Do you understand what I'm saying? Gimmicks to try to, you know, get, get people to, to come. And not all of it's bad. I mean, I, I, I'm not, we're not going to be giving away a Hummer, just so you know. Um, we're not even going to be giving away an iPad. I saw that the local church was doing that last year. They were giving away iPads. And so we're not, we're not going to be giving away iPads. We're not, we're not you know, we're not going to be doing gimmicks like that. We'll do things, giveaways that I think will be a blessing to the neighborhood. For example, we're, we're, we're going to be trying, we're reaching out to the elementary school to see what they need for the kids that are going back to school. Because there are a lot of kids in the neighborhood that could probably use some help. We gave some bicycles away you know, recently, but, but do you understand what I'm saying? Some of these, some of these things, you know, it's, I mean, we, we want as many people as possible to hear the gospel and have an opportunity to, you know, to, to get to know Jesus and in, in order to make disciples who will go and make more disciples, people first have to actually get to know the Lord Jesus and surrender their hearts to him. But we need to be careful with this stuff. You know, Jesus gathered great crowds. It's, Interesting to see. He went all around the region that's known as the Galil or the Galilee region there around the Sea of Galilee. And, and the Bible tells us he was healing their sick. He was casting out demons. He, you know, and last week we looked at that. I mean, he was, he, he did these crazy miracles, you know, and crowds gathered. But then he always made it a point to focus on the relative few who were truly being drawn to him by the Father to put their faith in him and be transformed. He didn't make it easy for them. In fact, he challenged them to an all or nothing commitment. Now, these days it's become trendy to say that Jesus loves everybody too much to ask such a thing. I mean, surely he's, you know, it's ridiculous to think that, that there's only one way to God. Well, I mean, that is exactly what Jesus said. It's exactly what the only authoritative accounts of his teachings tell us that he did. He didn't make it easy. He told them the truth. He told people, you want to be my disciple? You're going to have to die. You want to be my disciple? It's going to require some things. Now, in our modern Western culture, we've become accustomed to a Christianity wherein Jesus is simply added onto our lives, you know, kind of like you add an app onto your iPhone. You just, you're like, oh, that looks interesting, so let me add that on there. I've got like three different Bible apps on my phone, but do you understand you can't add Jesus on like that? It's not how it works. That's not biblical Christianity. In biblical Christianity, he's, he's at the center of everything. Matthew tells us that when Jesus saw all of the great multitudes of people who had gathered around him wanting something from him, instead of being excited about the opportunity to reach them all, he told his disciples, you know what, it's time to leave. It's time to go to the other side of the lake. Look at this situation. You can put it back up there now. Matthew 8, verse 18, when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he gave a command to depart to the other side. Time to go. 
Then a certain scribe came and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Then another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. Amazing. I mean, think about what's happening here. This this scribe, and, and just so you know, I mean, not everybody could read and write. This scribe, this educated man, the way it, the commentators will usually say these were like the attorneys. These were like the, the specialists, the experts in the law of Moses. And he comes and he sees that, that Jesus is leaving and, and he says, listen, I don't care where you go. I'm going with you. Doesn't matter where you go, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow And instead of congratulating the man on his wisdom and devotion, Jesus gives him a wake-up call, almost like he wants to discourage the guy. He basically says to him, you sure? Because, you know, I I don't really know where we're going to sleep tonight. I mean, you going to be okay with that? I mean, if we just build a little fire over here in this olive grove and and crash, you, you, you going to be okay with that? We're not told what the man chose to do, but from my perspective, others disagree, from my perspective, it, it's, it's, to me, it seems like it's implied that the guy didn't go. Like he rethought this whole thing about wherever you go, I'm going. It's kind of like I've had people come to me, you know, wanting to go on a missions trip until they hear we're not staying in a JW Marriott. I joked about it recently with a, you know, because I taught a class at Youth with the Mission on leading through crisis. And I said, you know, we have to define what's a crisis, right? Because these days, something that can constitute a crisis for some people, you know, like the young lady, 20 years ago, we had this young woman, um, and I was excited to have her go on this missions trip because she was a Spanish speaker. And on that particular trip, we only had a couple of Spanish speakers on the team. And I can't remember where she was originally from. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we would still love to have you be a part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. 
We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the book of Matthew right here on Main Thing Radio.